Hi, Fernanda. Hey, Val. How's it going? Good. <laughs> uh, probably our listeners should know that this is pretty much our first high. So there's no preparation before the recording or anything. We just jump right in. Yeah. 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 We usually we usually say test, test, test. All right. Yeah. Should we jump in? All right. Let's jump in and we hit record. <laughs> so unscripted raw everything is as you hear it so yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that's why the beginnings are a little awkward <laughs> yep, 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 yep. so how was your yeah. week um it was really good it was really good i have some some news so but oh, i nice. saw some of your tweets and i know you have um a little bit of news too and uh regarding blog static um, yes 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 so well, i want to hear you first if you want I, to share. I always go first. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, so I remember how I was doing uh, the GPT-3 bubble course. Mm -hmm. um, I finished that this weekend. I, I I was putting it off, putting it off. Like, I didn't want to do it. For some reason, it was this thing that, like, was hanging over my head, and I just didn't feel like doing it. And then this weekend, um, the kids were out with my wife, um, like, in the morning, and I was like, you know what? This is a good time to just like bang it out. And I thought I was going to get a little bit of it done. And it turned out that I just finished it. And it felt so good. <laughs> wow. And that is <laughs> just, like two weeks, right? It, from yeah. the time you started? Yeah, about about two weeks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I banged it out, um, finished it, uh, made like a gumroad page for it, and just tweeted about it. Like didn't overthink it, didn't you know, didn't like dwell on it too much. I was just like, all right, it's done. Let's put it out there. And within 24 hours, I had five sales, oh, which nice. was really, I mean, that little sound from Gumroad that comes in, like the notifications, that just feels so good, right? Like that's just like yeah. such a good feeling. Um, so that was just from one tweet. So I have a lot of work to do now to promote it and to sell right. it. And I already, um, you know, some of my very first customers noticed that there were a few typos and a few things that were um, just said wrong. So no, no okay. problem. I'm not, I'm not worried too much about that. I think that that always happens um, mm -hmm. for the first few people. So I fixed that. I added a few, a few different, steps to it to make sure that everything was working perfectly i created a working demo so people could see what like the final product looks like mm -hmm. um put up a landing page for it and now i just have to distribute it which is my least favorite part <laughs> and the part that i'm not good at at all is distributing so but i'm gonna try to actually work on that now and um get more sales so mm -hmm. i'm excited this is so cool i didn't even notice the tweet for some reason um yeah, yeah i have to tweet i have to tweet more because i think mm -hmm. there were a few people i talked to who were like what did you do and <laughs> i was like okay you follow me so obviously not a whole yeah. lot of people saw my tweet which means that if i keep tweeting about it um hopefully mm -hmm. it'll get more reach and more people will will kind of know about it so yeah, and that's I, I see a lot of people retweeting themselves. You know, it's for like different time zones, etc. So, um, I always found that weird, but I get it now. I mean, I didn't see the tweet, so I do. I would have appreciated if I saw like a retweet. I like, I wouldn't mind it. 
even though I would feel weird for myself to retweet something I did, but now, you know, like thinking, oh, I, I follow you. I mean, we're in touch, uh, but I didn't see it. And this is from June 12th, so two days ago. Yeah, I've actually been dabbling in retweeting myself. Okay. <laughs> um, I and and I also feel really silly doing it. Like every time okay. I do it, I feel so silly. But um, for something like this, I think that I w wouldn't feel too silly retweeting it because, like, the idea with this is to get as much reach as possible. Whereas, like, with like an inspirational tweet or something, it's like mm -hmm. not that big of a deal, and I don't want to take myself too seriously. But um, I got this uh, this software called, I think it's called Zapple. Okay. Now I can't Never remember heard. exactly what it's called. Um, it's it's like a small thing. Um, basically, what it does is you can set up a tweet and then retweet yourself like 12 hours later. So basically, so you can reach different time zones. Mm -hmm, I've okay. only done it a few times. And honestly, I lost a few followers. And I think it was because I retweeted yeah. myself. <laughs> Could be, yeah. You never know. Um, but I've been trying it. And it does seem like the tweets get more engagement um, after the retweet. And I think it's because it reaches different people in different time zones. And a lot of my followers... Um, are like in the UK and in India. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um, they're awake at a different time than I'm awake. Yeah, probably India would be like, you'd go to sleep. If you tweet that, it would be morning for them. That's, yeah, yeah, that's about, yeah, exactly. So I've been kind of like dabbling in doing that and trying to feel a little mm -hmm. bit more comfortable with it. But again, I'm not, it's not like I'm retweeting every tweet, yeah. you know, it's just the ones that I really want to get more reach on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming more normalized. Like more, I see more and more people doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a, any sort of plan moving forward? How to um, promote uh, your course? Because five sales of forty nine from one tweet, I think that's plenty. Honestly, like I'd be, I'd be jumping around with that. You know, two fifty, I guess, from just one tweet. I think it's incredible. So there's something in it, definitely. Is is there a plan ahead? Like how to tackle this? I don't have a plan and I think no. I do think I should create a plan. I'm not one for planning too much. Yeah. Like I kind of do things by the mm -hmm. seat of my pants, you know, okay. like just the same way that I put out this course, you know, like I did a one read through um, after I was finished. I didn't even put up a landing page before I tweeted it out. Um, like I'm not too precious about how I do things, but I do think that, I have to take a different approach to distribution be just because distribution is not something that comes intuitively to me. Mm -hmm. So like building products comes really intuitive to intuitively to me. Like I can sit down and come up with an idea and build something very easily without putting too much planning into it. Just kind of like do it as it comes up for me. But I can't do that with distribution because it's not what I'm good at, right? So distribution, I have to put a lot more work into doing it systematically so that I actually do it. Because if I if I try to do it intuitively, I'm just not going to do it because it doesn't work for me like that. Um, so that's a good question and mm -hmm. something I definitely should think about. But I, I don't have a plan yet, no. Yeah, I've seen people... Uh 
be really aggressive with something they launch, especially courses, I think, because they're a one-time sort of payment and momentum initially is very important to sort of build up to decent sales. Um, and I've seen people that I follow do it. And after a point, you sort of, your my feed would get um, sort of crowded with their tweets or people who know them retweeting, etc. And I don't follow that many people, so it becomes a little odd to to really see that the entire time. I, I, you know, it's usually my friends doing it, and I know they're trying to make a sale, but then you see like your whole entire feed is like with that thing. So how do you? Um, uh, I mean, that's 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 why I'm not good at distribution because I think all of these things, and I'm like oh, I'm gonna annoy people, you know, and I don't do it. But I think that's, you know, that's the way to do it, I guess, um, you know, from what I see being done out there and people having success with it, I guess. Yeah. The only thing is that for me, my range of distribution, like, ends at Twitter, right? Like, okay. like as, as what I know about distribution just ends right at Twitter. Like, tweet as much as you can about it and mm-hmm. see how many people you get. But I think there's a whole world of distribution outside of Twitter that I should explore, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Again, I can't really talk about it right now. Hopefully in two, three weeks, I'll be able to actually come here and convey what it was that I did and how it was successful. Let's hope that that's the case. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now, just, you know, off the top of my head, like, I don't know where else to promote other than Twitter. I'm going to have to do some real research, uh, maybe talk to some people who have, who have, uh, like, Gumroad products that are one-time sales, um, who have done it before, like, like, Xavier has done this before, Janelle has done this before, um, and they've been massively successful in selling their, you know, one-time fee products, uh, that like were built on Notion, for example, is just like mm-hmm. mine is, um, and I'm sure they did it not just on Twitter, but outside of it as well. So I need to figure out where to go outside of Twitter to also promote it. I imagine at some point there will be a product hunt launch, but I'm not ready for that yet. Okay, and are the GPT-3 communities any big or the bubble communities um, that maybe you can tap into, like uh, interview oh, with somebody from there on, on their podcast or anything like that? Yeah, that's actually a really good idea to post it in the bubble forum. Mm-hmm. Um, hadn't thought of that, but see, I'm, I'm so bad at distribution. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Just, maybe just, yeah. Just, just yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to like really sit down and just make a list of everywhere that I can 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 promote this. And I think I mean I, I just launched it like forty eight hours ago, so I haven't really thought and it was the weekend, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I think today that's that's my like on my to do list for today is just figure out different steps that I can take to distribute. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully Pretty in cool, two yeah. two to three weeks I can come back and I can have some um have some success stories about it that's my goal yeah i'm sure if um you know if you really i guess put the time and try to force yourself maybe yeah uh, to distribute it i think you know i'm going from the five sales from one tweet you know uh it's 
it's pretty decent and the price is not that low. I know there's a, a discount of 20%, so that's good too. But um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm expecting, I don't want to pressure you or anything with this, but I'm, I'm expecting that it's, it should do good. I mean, I guess if you do those steps, um, it should do pretty good. Uh, and congrats, I mean, two weeks to write the entire course. That's, uh, yeah, that's amazing. Really, um, really cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is this is a good this is like a good uplifting. You know, after doing so many things that just never got anywhere and that frankly just failed miserably miserably. Mm-hmm. Um doing something like this even if even if it's only five sales so far, like just the mm-hmm. just at the face of it, you know, like it just feels so good to have something g- you know, not stop right before it makes any sales. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah but, that's pretty cool. you know, speaking of distribution and speaking of having customers, I saw that you're getting quite a few people on Blog Static, and I would love to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. So, any, I'm not charging yet. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you can call them customers. Uh, I don't have a pricing up yet. I, I don't plan to have one. Um, Yet, I'm not in a rush. It's a little different from other apps where I've uh, plastered a a price tag right away. And without having such a huge reach or or being famous or uh, an influencer, it's really tricky to to gain a lot of um, customers when you place a price tag because, I mean, how how do people know to trust you? So I think having that, that barrier removed um, it's giving people uh, an easier way to try it out, hook up their domain, start blogging. So uh, the cool thing that happened is that two recent um, bloggers, they came on. One came from WP Engine. like They were using their platform to run their WordPress uh, blogs, etc. And they're like, oh, I'm done with that. Uh, I don't like it. It's bloated. I want something simple, and they got on, and they said, I, I haven't asked them yet, but I want to put, put this on the homepage. They said, I love the clean interface, and it just works, functionality, well done. So they were very happy with it, coming from, from a big platform like WordPress, WP Engine. And then another one came from Ghost, which is pretty cool. Um, a Ghost has a paid-only uh, plan, this person, they came on. They're not looking for free. They were asking to pay. I told them it's, there's no pricing yet. There will be soon. Um, and, uh, yeah, they like the the premise of it. They like the interface, the ease of publishing something on it without having to code, etc. And I think what's making the difference also is that I'm, I'm currently all hands-on with customer care, meaning, like, they want a little button somewhere. If it fits the overall sort of vision and the theme, what I have right now on Blockstatic, like I do it right away as we talk because I have the code up. I can push it up on, on, on production quickly. And I that, that makes a huge difference. And they're like, oh, wow, okay, so we're just talking about this and it's up, you know, and it's I, I, that's just amazing to have that sort of um, ability because uh, before I started coding, I would have had to ask, beg my coworkers at the time to make somebody happy quickly as they were maybe working on a big feature. 
And like, I would have to interrupt them and say, hey, you know, this amazing client, they just came on. If we do this, like, they'll be so happy. They'll stay, they'll tell others. And they'll be so annoyed with me. Like, oh man, I'm working on this feature. Like they would do it, but it would be so much harder. So now that makes a much, much bigger difference. Um, and there's people coming from, I don't even know where they're coming from. Like, I'm not asking them just sort of, straight up using customer care just to make them happy. I don't want any um, surveys or anything, just asking them if they're okay, if they need something else, if they want to customize something in terms of the current theme that I have. And that is making a huge difference. And I still want to be cautious. Uh, there is some momentum. Um, uh, people are writing uh, on Twitter, on email, on the Slack group that I'm part of. And that hasn't happened before with other products that I've had. So I, I might have struck a little chord, uh, but also what's happening is as they're coming in, these users, they're giving me this feedback saying, hey, I'm coming from Ghost and Ghost is this and this and this, or I'm coming from WordPress and they're this and this and this. So that is helping me sort of place block static in my mind, what it really is. Um, so... I, when I first initially started, like it was, I was thinking more, it was like, oh, it's like medium, but you post on your own domain and there's no distribution. So it's like your own blog. And the more time that is passing, I'm realizing that blog static is an actual tool. It's like WordPress or Ghost, but the difference is that you don't have to install it or you don't have to run any code and it's easy to start and you have all these different themes that you can use. Um, so that is helping me understand what it is really. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I'm really happy with it. Uh, not in a rush, uh, we'll not have a pricing tag yet. And once I have it, it's going to be something simple. I don't want to complicate it, make it accessible. Um, Nathan Barry had this article a long time ago saying something about leaving money on the table. So with that saying, you know, like not trying to maximize every little money that I can get out of it. Just want to put a price tag on it so people can pay for something and then just see how far it can go. But honestly, like super happy about it now. Um, just, I wanna, you know, not get ahead of myself and be super cautious. And if it, you know, if it doesn't work out, then it's fine. Block static will still remain. I will push it because I need it. Some people that are using it need it, but I would really like to see it succeed where it's like, you know, um, a go-to tool for, for blogging if, if that's what's in, in the stars <laughs> for block static. That would be awesome, really. I would love that. Like, I'm enjoying it so much, um, working on it and talking to to bloggers. And I come from a website-making background type of thing, and I love these things. I love making a CMS type of tool where people do stuff with, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's really um, – I, I really – I'm enjoying it, honestly, yeah. So let's see how, how, how far this goes. Yeah, that's so awesome to hear. It's <laughs> yeah. it's such a good feeling when people start using your tool and you have no idea where mm -hmm. they came from. Yep. yep right. Like, even even with the even with the course, you know, yeah. like a few people bought it and like I have no idea who they are. I don't have no idea how they heard about it. Like it must have been through Twitter, but like wow. I don't follow them. They don't follow me. You know, like it's like a it's like a good feeling to know that it's kind of getting out into the world without mm -hmm. you pushing it too hard right mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. that's a nice feeling yeah but yeah totally so so you have no idea where they came from do you are you like are you 
ranking for some keyword or not really i'm not blogging that much i've I've set up the blog the blog steady blog i've set it up already i'm posting some uh, blogs articles here and there but i'm mostly active on twitter uh using hashtags just sparingly not trying to overdo it just you know not actually hashtags just keywords like blogging you know use blog static to start blogging or whatever the word blogging you know fits in the in the words um i want to be more deliberate about it i've started uh, i mentioned swipe files uh last week that i've joined the swipe files community i haven't been active yet on it but i started listening to everything is marketing uh with Corey haynes and he has his all these incredible people interviews on it and there's so many gems and so many ideas just to uh, listen to it and and see how to apply them to to block static and how to do outreach more mindfully more deliberately i would highly recommend that uh that podcast and i'm trying to get more into like marketing stuff uh, and yeah like i'm like you honestly like i i hate doing sales i think we mentioned this last episode um and and having a product that does its job partly where you sort of nudge it but not like push it and go crazy with it i think that would be ideal um an ideal situation uh, you know like your course like if people start really being interested in it and you just nudge it slightly like that would be ideal situation for me you know in my product um yeah yeah and that's how you know you got something worth continuing on to right mm-hmm. like if it's if it's like that compelling to get on it that you really don't need to put it in people's faces and do mm-hmm. like massive sales with it um that's like the best case scenario but do you do you think that these people or i guess you should know since you you have access to this information are are these people who are coming on are they blogging regularly on your platform like are they actually you know staying on and using it consistently yeah so the people that um that started using it like they've uh one of them has started importing their their posts from the older blog that they have uh the other person uh that came from wp engine uh, i'm mentioning these two just because they're more a little bit they seem like more you know dedicated bloggers uh the other one just started blogging about the new product that they're uh, working on and another thing i really i good thing i didn't i didn't forget uh, one weird thing that happened last week, I think, uh, a new blogger came on. Uh, I don't know them. They don't know me. Uh, they must have come from Twitter, uh, from seeing tweets maybe. And they started blogging. Uh, they set up their blog, their icon, everything. They looked like a super active user. And I went ahead and shared their profile, like their their blog, their website, basically, and said, welcome to you know this person. They had a Twitter account. Uh, welcome to blog and here's their first hour article and i was thinking i was helping them with distribution and just being kind and, and welcoming and they wrote back and they said i didn't give you permission to share my my blog and i was caught so off guard with it like I, my first initial thought was that the, the blog is a public thing like there it's not behind any any login or anything like once you put something up out there it's pretty much for everyone to see and then the other part was like oh my god like you know like block static is a tool it's not like medium where you do sharing and stuff so 
how about I not do that at all and just promote the tool itself and then let people do whatever we want with it. So they're like, I want to delete my account immediately. And I wrote back, I was like, yeah, do you want to delete it? I can delete it right away. So um, they were uh, they were very kind. They said, you know, like, oh, no, it, it, it's okay. If you can just remove the tweet, uh, just please don't do that again. I, I apologize. I, I didn't mean to, to cause any harm, honestly. I thought I was doing a, a good job. So that gave me a thought to, you know, put up a, a privacy, you know, privacy policy page, terms and conditions, just say that, you know, your blog is yours. We don't distribute or anything. It's static is a tool uh, just as WordPress is and you do whatever you want with it. And we're here to make it good for you as far as the tool goes, but not really get into the distribution part or sharing part unless the person is sort of interacting with the Twitter account, etc. So that was weird. It was like that caught me off guard. I was like, oh, OK, I, I shouldn't have done that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's, it's weird, you know, you get across these things with new products that you have no idea about, you know, it's like, uh, right, I gotta learn. Yeah. I, that's, yeah. I, I can't, I can't imagine that feeling. <laughs> that's like that stomach training yeah. kind of feeling, right. When you get a, yep. a message like that, like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so. I, that's how you grow, right. That's mm -hmm. how, that's how your company evolves and, how new things come about, like you said, like the terms and conditions and the privacy no. policy came out of that. And it's like that had to happen at some point. And, uh, you mm -hmm. know, there's it, it happened organically. Right. W even though it wasn't the best mm -hmm. interaction, like it is like an organic way to grow. So mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's one thing that's making me, you know, more uh, I, I want to put block static more out there because the feedback you get like that, it really teaches you, like you said, you know, it's like it, it happens organically, but you really have to put yourself out there and be all that you think that you could possibly be at that moment and then let the world sort of teach you because this this thing, block static and all of it is like super new to me. I've done closed platforms where you log in and you put tasks in and manage your projects and that was closed. It was so different. This one is like, all right, it's like a tool people are going to use and they're going to make stuff with. So you really have no idea how they feel about that interaction, you know? So, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, though, that you're, you know, that you're kind of growing organically. It's, it's such a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how far it goes. But yeah, uh, doing a lot of, um, if I can wrap it up with Blockstatic, um, I'm focusing on making the website better, adding user docs is my sort of next um, mm -hmm. next thing. I, I want to make that tight so people know how to use it and they can answer um, their own questions if they have any by going to the user guide. And uh, yeah, we'll just continue making improvements. And I have this client work that I mentioned last week and I'm procrastinating on it and it's going to come and button my, you know, butt <laughs> as the time comes because it's, it's due in August and I'm running a bit behind and I'm being a little bit overconfident telling myself like, oh, I'll get there, you know, I'll, I'll deliver it on time, which I, which I will, but the closer I'm getting to the date, uh, the more stressful it will get. So yeah, <laughs> that's going to be, it's going to be a rough one. Client, you heard it here mm. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll do you have Do you have user led growth? Like, 
are you putting made by blog static at like on a footer or something like that? Uh, yes, there is currently a published by blog static, if I remember correctly, on each blog. But then I, once I put pricing on it, probably, you know, I should give people the, the way to remove that because, I mean, it's, it's pretty much their tool at that point. Um, you know, that's another thing that, you know, we asked before, maybe people are seeing it in some, somebody else's blog, they're coming from it. I should probably have some analytics, just bear something clear, you know, just to know at least where people are coming from. So maybe I can double down on that channel. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, we'll see, you know, just just trying to relax and, and, you know, work on it. Like you said earlier, like that's something that I wanted to touch on. Uh, when we started the, sh the episode today, you said something about, you know, not having a clear plan, like laid out plan about what we're talking about marketing. Like how you don't have a plan or you don't work with plans. And I don't work with, you know, I don't plan like much. I like to have options. Like I have the website, I have the tool. I have these things I want to work on. And then whenever I get on my computer, I'll sort of look at things and I pick and choose what I like to work on that moment, which is probably the worst way to work, I guess. I don't know. I mean, how do you work? That's that's sort of what I wanted to ask you. Is that like you want to work like in one straight line like you did with a course, like get it done quickly so you don't jump around? Um, well, actually, with the course, I... It, to, well, to answer your question first, no, I do not work in a straight line at all. Yeah. Um, I am a, I'm a very intuitive person, so I don't do well with like plans, checklists, things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like a Trello board, I try to use a Trello board and it just did not work for me because it was okay. too rigid. Um, I tend to, you know, and I tend to work in in bouts of whatever I feel like working on in that moment and that's how I work best so if I put a I, I put very loose constraints on myself so mm -hmm. for example like we talked about last I think last episode um I'm only working on two different things at a time and that's my constraint is that mm -hmm. I can't work on more than two things so I know that at any given day I'm sitting down and I'm working on either thing A or thing B. Mm -hmm. And whatever I feel like working on that day or that moment, sometimes I work on both things in one day, um, I will make progress on that thing until both things are finished. So, for example, I'm working, I, I was working on the course, the GPT 3 course, and on a website widget. Um, so most of last week, I worked on the website widget. I was not feeling like working on the course at all. For some reason, mm -hmm. I didn't want to do it. Um, it was something that I was dreading. And I was like, you know what? That can wait, right? Like, I don't want to put myself through this this time. Because I'm, I'm not going to be productive if I'm feeling horrible through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just I just gave myself permission to work on the widget the whole week. Um, I made a lot of progress on the widget. And then during the weekend, um, I sat down and I was like, I, I was motivated by something else. I wasn't motivated by actually working on the course, but I was motivated by putting it out there because I had already told people mm -hmm. that it was coming. So I was like, you know what? I really need to do this. I need to put it out there. So I sat down and I worked on it and it was great. It was a delight. 
actually getting it done for a different motivation than Mm -hmm. just the intrinsic motivation of wanting to get it finished. Um, So that's how I work. I work very intuitively. I work very much with like my, my natural rhythms of what I will enjoy working on in the moment. Um, I actually had a tweet about this um, that I don't think there there is an intrinsic like purpose to life that I just kind of go about life just doing whatever I enjoy at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I work too, you know, as long as I give myself very loose constraints so that I'm not like all over the place all the time. Um, and that's something I've had to learn too over the years because I used to do that. I used to just go from thing to thing and never finish mm-hmm. anything. Um then as long as I have loose constraints, then I can give myself permission to do whatever it is that I intuitively feel like I want to do in the moment. Um, and in terms of like to-do lists and and plans and stuff, like for example, now that I know that I have to distribute and distribute it doesn't come intuitively to me, I will make a plan. But other than that, uh, something, you know, if it's something that I can do without a plan, I will do without a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess social accountability worked in this case with finishing um, the course because you felt you promised people that, you know, you will deliver it. And did you enjoy uh, while you were doing it? Like, I know you said when you were done, um, you were very happy. But as you were doing it, I'm not saying, like, were you elated at every moment writing it. But just saying, like, when you got your yourself intuitively at that point to sit down and finish it up. Like, did that, did that come naturally? Like, did you have to push yourself certain moments and say, hey, I got to really get this done? No, no, I actually right. really did enjoy it. Um, I Because I came to the point where there was some motivation behind it, even if mm-hmm. the motivation wasn't just me wanting to write the course, if, even if the motivation was kind of a, an external motivation, there was motivation behind it. So as long as there's mm-hmm. some motivation behind it, I actually enjoy what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, social pressure for me works a lot. And that's partially why I like tweet out everything that I'm doing um, mm-hmm. because I don't have coworkers. Um, my family has no idea what I do. So, or right. friends, right? Like they have right, no right, idea right. what I do. So it's not like they can be my, my social pressure um Mm, yeah so twitter really is like my product family right like they i wouldn't say family but like my accountability social work social network like um i put it out there and people actually respond to it so like when i put out that i was putting that i was completing the course people actually responded to it and they were excited about it. I got signups for, pe- for Ooh, you know, nice. for when the course came out. Um, so I had people waiting on me to finish this up and to put it out there. So, and I knew that, and that really worked to, to motivate me to finish it up. Um, if I hadn't had that, I might've still finished it up, but it probably would have taken a much longer time. Right to do it so that works too and that's that's external motivation which is just as valid as internal motivation I feel. yeah and i think it comes through like if you're enjoying uh what you're doing as you're doing it i think it comes through when people that have bought the course or used your app or whatever 
they will i i believe that like i i i think they will feel differently if you really put yourself into it enjoying yourself not just sort of going crazy and saying hey for now you must do this or else or you know and if you do that i think people don't like reading the course will feel that as well like that's sort of like one of my beliefs about about the products that i'm making like if i get really bored or tired or i'm burned out and i have to deliver something like i will stop because i i'll i know i'll do a shitty job it'll come through really bad people will not like it so if i'm not feeling at least okay i don't i don't want to feel like the happiest person in the world but just feeling at ease semi focused you know in good mood in good spirits doing it i think good things come out of it like you produce better things especially like what we're doing i mean it's pretty much art you know we're making things out of nothing you know basically um so i think managing that it's it's really important just to like you know what you're saying like you know like you have to intuitively get yourself to that point where you want to do it not just you have to do it you know because having to do it like that's a job and you know we're doing this because we don't like jobs <laughs> we don't like working somewhere you know exactly. we're doing that for ourselves <laughs> so yeah yeah cool. i totally cool. i totally believe that too that that your energy comes through the other side mm-hmm. to the other person and i think that spans everything right it spans mm-hmm. how you talk about it when you promote it it spans how you respond to people when they have a question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it spans like the details that you put into it, right? The details that you pay attention to. Cause when you're not into something, you're going to do it kind of at a high level and not really pay attention to the small details that really are the things that make the difference between an excellent product and just a mediocre product. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. So I, I, I totally believe that too, that, that the energy that you put into it comes through the other side to the person who's using it. I think that's so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, and yeah, that's, that's why we don't have jobs because I'm, <laughs> I'm a terrible employee. I'm about, right. an absolutely horrible employee. Like I do not mm-hmm. do a good job when I have a job <laughs> yep. um, because I don't enjoy it at all. Like I don't like working for other people. I don't like doing things that I don't immediately care about. Mm-hmm. Um, the The money is not motivation enough for me to show up every day and do things well, um, which, you know, I really have to, to, to be a good indie hacker yeah yeah we have to succeed at this we do <laughs> or, we know, absolutely do away. like <laughs> yeah we have no other choice because mm-hmm. because getting a job is like no choice at all so yeah yeah, yeah. the people that bought claritas they wanted to hire me they're like yeah we want claritas but we want you know we want to to have you on board because you know the product etc and i was talking to another person in their company i'm like dude i'm like i'm i'm a horrible employee like you don't want to work with me like i it's it's gonna be tough like i don't i don't like working on schedule or delivering things when somebody needs them or wants them you know like i do it for my clients but i've learned to sort of give myself room and know how to communicate you know like the needs that they have and when i can deliver them by if i was an employee and like getting like uh i don't want to say orders but i guess requests from a manager saying like you know this has to be done by friday like i would do it like yeah but i would probably do it and then you know a couple of times and then just call it quits so yeah 
it's a, yeah. it's a tough, a tough road we're on. We're on. Like we have to really make something out of it, or else we go back to jobs, which is not a bad thing. I mean, I've worked. It's you know, it's 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 a job at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, it would be nice to to make it work in this yeah. uh, sort of area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's uh, yeah. And to clarify for anyone who's listening, there's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with having a job. Like no, some yeah, people thrive. Mm-hmm. And having nine to fives, you know, like that, yeah. you know, I, I was talking to uh, Michael Greenberg, I think I did the Twitter spaces with him okay. um, and he wants to get a job like he wants to get a nine to five, even though he's been doing the entrepreneur thing for mm-hmm. a while, you know, because he wants to leverage a job and the, the the salary from a job to do other things. And that's totally right. legitimate and and mm-hmm. valid on its own. Um just personally, you know, I, I'm miserable when I have a job, like just because of my personality and because mm-hmm. of my, I think my creativity that like, I can't, you know, I, you can't do what I just talked about doing, doing whatever you feel like at any given mm-hmm. moment at a job, right? right <laughs> like right, yeah. you have to do what you have to do and you're following orders of somebody else and you're making somebody else money. And mm-hmm. for me, like that just does not work. Um, but if I ever have to, you know, if I ever have to go back to that, um, there's absolutely no shame in it whatsoever. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. And we're just talking, I guess, what we want to do. And then yeah. then not that that's the best way, you know? Yeah. But to add to that, like, one of the reasons I don't, I'm, not, I'm a terrible employee is because I want to take off, like, tomorrow I want to go and take my kids to uh, the shore, you know? And I want to be there for two days. Like, I don't want to have to ask somebody to give me permission to do that. Like, that's one of the major things. Like, I want to have that that sort of space. Um, totally. And, and I think I've never had a job where I had a great pay and the team was incredible, where I was learning from and I was enjoying. It usually was one or the other. Like, if the pay was great, that was like NBA. Like, the rest, it was a corporate job. Like, it was horrible, you know, like... It was just, in every sense, it was very, very tiring, very stressful, etc. The pay was great. And then I had other jobs, but the team was great. And it was more of a startup-y, startup culture where, you you know, you get paid less with the promise of something happening in the future, etc. And you're like, oh. So I, maybe that's that's what turned me off from having a job and sort of create my own reality where, you know, I can control sort of my immediate um, uh, space, I guess, yeah. 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 And that's why client work is so good. It's like an in-between, yes. like you mm-hmm. still, you still get the, the, the pay, right. The mm-hmm. guaranteed pay from it. So you're not like making your own money from nothing. Um, but you have the flexibility of like taking the day off whenever you feel like it, or, mm-hmm. you know, stretching out your schedule, you know, you have the say in when you're going to deliver something, um, right. or you know, you can work you can work three hours a day, or you can work fifteen hours a day. Like that's it's up to you. So client mm-hmm. work is a great kind of bridge. I'm doing client work right now too. Yep. It's a great bridge between you know a a, a full time job and just f- you know full time indie hacking. Um, right. I do hope to one day go into full time indie hacking, but. Uh, for now, client work is like so chill and so easy to to navigate and do. It's it almost feels a little bit like indie hacking. 
Yeah, and it's it's it, like you said, it's like uh, you know, it's um, you get paid for sure. You know, it's not like you're building a product and then wondering if anybody's gonna buy it. Like you'll get the job done, you'll get paid. You know, and that's the incredible part about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Should, should we wrap it up and stick yeah. to our thirty-minute, forty-minute type of goal? Yeah, I think All we've right. done consistently forty-four minutes for oh, really? <laughs> the last like yeah, yeah. It seems like we nice. we have a good rhythm there well i hope everyone enjoyed this episode and we'll see you all next week yeah bye bye bye